Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are going to talk about all five seasons of marvelous mrs mazel okay that's what we're doing today it's Take not gonna it. be that in depth we're just gonna over five hours our thoughts about the whole series because it just ended recently emily yeah are you still there yeah i'm there what happened oh I don't, I just, I lost you for a second. You just <laughs> stopped, I stopped hearing you. And I was like, did the call drop? Did my AirPods disconnect? I, I, I don't know what happened. But it seems like it's fine now. All right, did you ask me a question? Is that why you were saying Emily? Oh, no. I, I just was saying that we, it, the show just ended. So we wanted to talk about the whole thing. It did. Season five was the final season. Um, And uh, this is a show that, Alessandra and I have been lovingly watching for the past however many years these seasons came out. Five, Five years. Five years, yeah. Um, it's and I, and we were talking about it recently, being like, "Oh, it's the final season of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel." Like, oh, should we talk about it for the podcast? Because we never talked about any season, any <laughs> season at all, and we chalked it up to we think we would watch it kind of at different times. We never watched it, watched the season at the same time. Yes. Um. And so it, we just never really lined it up. And, you know, once once one of us one of us finished the show, we just didn't think about talking about it for the podcast. But um, but we love the show so much that we wanted to just kind of do a a whole five season summation and uh, and discussion for for you all, because uh, we greatly, greatly love this show. And we are coincidentally talking about um, uh, Amy Sherman Palladino's other show. The Gilmore Girls right now. We're going episode by episode, watching every episode of Gilmore Girls and watching it live um, and talking about it. So uh, we thought this was a great was a great time to talk about this show. Yeah. And this this show is the evolved Amy Sherman Palladino, um, but still has the same, it seems, quirks that makes her characters quite unlikable slash likable. At the same time, you know, like, everybody is clearly very flawed, and that's kind of what um, pushes the story forward a lot of the time. But they're also, like, really talented in their own ways, and every character in the show is just kind of endearing and sweet and, to me, like, a fun caricature in a a lot of ways. Um, And also, I think the show itself is quite whimsical it's kind of like an alternative late 50s early 60s um like it was like this but like not as whimsical it it, you know like things are just so you know kind of 
like sarcastic in a lot of ways, don't you think? Yeah, the show, it's so hard to describe what Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is because like, yes, it's a, it's a drama, it's a comedy, it's kind of like a, uh, I'm going to use some anime terms here, some slice of life, like we're just kind of watching Midge stumble through life and like kind of figuring shit out. But like, yeah, some crazy shit happens. Like there's a, there's a magician who might actually be magical and we're kind of unsure by the end of it. And there's some like some really weird shit that happens sometimes like it's it's not like surreal or anything or like yeah um anything to to that degree but it's but there is a level of of it's fantasticalness whimsy. to it yeah with, it's, yeah, it's whimsy with without without being exactly yeah without being like fantasy yeah know, yeah yeah it's extremely whimsical and i think it like rides the line of being too obnoxious about it like some people look at like past the whimsical nature of some things but because this is a tv show it kind of like grips you in a way that because of this the the direction of every episode and because of like the visual medium of it it just is very exciting to watch and not to mention you know the lead um miriam midge Maisel, played by rachel brosnahan is like one of the most charismatic and electric performers out there today and absolute breakout star from the show. I mean, it's her talent is just like unmatched, especially when she's on stage doing her bits. She is just like, like unbelievable. Like the confidence and talent that she has is just so great to see, you know? Yeah, and and I get ready for lots of really annoying and probably unnecessary comparisons to Gilmore Girls. I know that the, the I I'm well aware that the show is like so many years ahead of of Gilmore Girls, but I think you and I have joked a couple of times that Gilmore Girls walked so that marvelous Mrs. Maisel could run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, it's like there are like like once and I and I went through most of marvelous Mrs. Maisel not realizing that it's the same writer. Um, but like what and once and once that um, information was given to me, I was like, of course it is, because like the characters yeah. are they're neurotic. I think the characters are a lot more likable by being dis dislikable mm-hmm. in the show more than Gilmore Girls. To me, the girls in Gilmore Girls are just di- unlikable and they're just unlikable. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It definitely falls and, into that trap as well. I, I agree. Yeah, and uh, and the really like fast paced, like mm-hmm. like snippy, snappy, like qu- like just quippy talking is just done. I don't know if that's like the actors, like like I I just feel like when when Lorelai and Rory are like talking, I feel like they really have to slow down to deliver all of their yep. lines. Where like these actors syndicated can TV. speak, yeah, can speak super quickly and still get their lines. like like just super clearly across and you can understand what they're saying and like and the and the joke just lands Mm -hmm. like like Mm -hmm. there's just it's just so good like it's so good it's totally true dude you're so right the the pacing is so much quicker in mrs mazel because i think they could afford to be i mean gilmore girls was on syndicated television 
you know, there's it's made for breaks. It's made to be a slower show. But Amy Sherman Palladino is a fast, like she wants things to be quick. So they try to do it on Gilmore Girls. But, you know, 20 years later, we're watching um, Mrs. Maisel and we're like, this should be, you know, it should be as fast as Mrs. Maisel. But it's, you know, it like you said, it's the proto one. And like the quickness of Mrs. Maisel keeps you engaged. It keeps you going. Um you love the characters more because of how insane they are. Um, and like that definitely doesn't translate as much to Gilmore Girls. But like I said, like I know I'm pretty much a lot of the characters fall into the, the trap of like them having such flaws that they just like aren't really ever thinking about anybody other than themselves. It's kind of like how how much more could you develop a character when every single character is only thinking about themselves, you know? <laughs> yeah. And their own problems, right? Um, and they sort of evolve out of that a little bit more as the show goes on. And, um, you know, but it did need to end. Like, I don't think that there could have been um, much more story to tell with, mid just because like i don't know how much longer these characters could be just extrapolating and not growing on the screen you know yeah the yeah looking back at like the 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 previous four seasons um compared to this fifth one like the it's really just you're really just watching like midge just get close to making it and then something happens mm-hmm. and then she falls back a couple steps like it's really moving forward and stepping back and moving forward and stepping back and like rising up and falling back down yep. like just for for four seasons like and, and not just with her comedy career like with just her life in general like we have the first season it where it's 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 just the breakout situation mm-hmm. her husband's cheating on her and they are separated um and then they do eventually get a divorce right or do they never yeah, actually no, they're divorced. divorced yeah they divorce okay and so that's like, what kickstarts her career because she she realizes she's like at rock bottom and she has something to say about it. Yes, yes, and she wants people and then we learn we learn kind of later that she wanted to be a comedian so that she could feel like people listen to her, you know, in her um life with her family. Her parents are a little they kind of just ignore Mitch. Mm-hmm. Like we we learn that Abe um her father is kind of just like if you have no if you have no intellectual intellect? opportunities to yeah. give me, if you have no intellect, I'm just going to ignore you because you're not worth my time. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's like such an asshole thing to, yeah. thing to be. But like, it's just, and Abe is still such a great kid. Like, they're all so horrible and so great. And it's just. <laughs> yeah. Tony it's amazing. Shalou, like, like, it's amazing. He's so fucking good. He was so good in season five. I know, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they all oh go through their own, like, like I said, like, stories and growth and stuff. But, yeah, like, like I said, everybody's just kind of paying attention to themselves. And so they have to, like, carve out spaces for themselves where they're really intense and, like, hyper-focused on things. And um, also, like, really proud and like really like unafraid of like they say that they're afraid of they're they're like afraid of what others will think they say it a lot and they like wear really nice stuff all the time and like you know midge like does her makeup and wears like the cutest things all the time because she's always like wanting to put her best foot forward but she also is like extremely raunchy 
and you know curses all the time and like go is a comedian and it's just like these things are are in um tan- like they're in friction with each other right because she can be both of those things she can be all those things in this society um and you know it's like really gratifying when she eventually does make it because she's clearly extremely talented and there's just like you're just waiting for her to make it and then the fifth season she does you know um yeah and not only is she like kind of keeping up with these appearances that like you know her mother wants her to have Mm because you know her mother grew up being like you know a a woman knows her place she's you know a a, she works from home she does this she does that yeah homemaker she um and midge is in a very male-dominated career being a comedian and so it is definitely harder for her to to get noticed to even get someone to look her direction um and so that was a really great thing to watch her overcome um and not overcome i mean she really she really got brought down some pegs sometimes and it was very heartbreaking to see Mm -hmm. but then she would you know get right back up there she'd fall down but she'd get right back up yeah, I loved that each season had kind of, like, arcs and things that happen throughout every season. So you get to get, like, taken on a ride. And the writers just, like, they just rocked at that. Like, first season you're introduced, she's doing, you know, what she can. She's meeting new people. You know, she's meeting, like, um, Lenny Bruce and all that. And also with um, Jane Lynch in the first season a lot. She's, like, a, one of the one of the major players. And then, and also in the second season, when we have the like Steiner Resort, and you get to be like in the Catskills, um, yeah, and like you know, Zachary oh Levi's her season. love interest in that one in that season. Um, yeah, because her because her parent because her you know mother keeps trying to matchmake her uh, up with with other people because she's like, okay, well you you ended things with Joel, you have two kids, you need to get married again, um, and. Midge is just like, that might not be for me. <laughs> <laughs> and third season, we're on tour with Shy Baldwin until the uh, fateful end when she accidentally kind of outs him on stage at the Apollo and he has to yep. let her go, which yep. was horrible. But, you know, it was it's the 60s. And then um, the fourth one is her kind of reeling from that... Um, kind of downfall that she had pretty pretty bad and she works at the uh the club in the fourth season which is like a major like the kind of burlesque club and yes gets a little bit more opportunities with that i love that yeah. season well um, Susie's kind of dealing with a lot more stuff like I, mm-hmm. I think that season four is the season that uh jack dies or mm-hmm. not is it jack the guy from the gaslight um oh yeah or was that another season? Um, and then, like that thing with her with her mother as well. And oh, then she yeah. was getting like, and yeah. then she got she got uh, tangled up with the with those with those guys with the, the mob. Thugs. I guess yeah. the thugs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she because she like season, season four was a little interesting. Yeah, it wasn't as good. I, I think it was just like kind of a reeling one. But then this fifth yeah. season was closing out everything and seeing a lot of flash forwards of various points in the future 
um, Midge working at the Gordon Ford show and her just dream to get on the show, which is on TV, national TV, as a comedian. And you know that that's the moment where she'll make it. be a big break for her. Yes. As it is for every comedian, you know, getting on national TV is a big, big deal. So, Um, but like, this is a lot smaller of a pool at the time. A lot more people are watching a lot less channels. (laughs) And the flash forwards are are something we never got in in any other season. We got to see her children grown up and kind of how their mother's career kind of affected them in a positive or negative way probably a more negative way midge wasn't the best mother she kind of just ignored her kids and dumped them on other people um yep but uh and so we see that a lot with uh her daughter talking to her therapist and apparently her son like uh uh where was he he was like in the peace corps or something He's in israel or he, he was, was just living yeah. there like being his best jewish self <laughs> You know, yes. Another great thing about their show is that yeah. it was a lot of uh, it was about it was heavily centered around this Jewish family mm-hmm. and I loved Jewish it. culture, and it was yeah, it was very good. Unfortunately, not a whole bunch of the actors are actually Jewish, unfortunately. Right. But, but Amy Sherman um, Palladino and her husband are, and they're the ones who wrote it. They're the ones who write everything. Yes. So, you know, yes, and still great representation to have on to have on screen for a very very critically acclaimed show as well. Yeah. It's true. I <laughs> loved all the Jewish culture and 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 the culture of New York too. I mean, I get every every episode I would see things that I recognize because they actually filmed like they filmed in New York City. They filmed, you know, on sta- stages. Yeah, did you ever see did you ever see that were you you were in New York when they yeah. were still filming the show? Did you ever did you ever see no, I never saw them anywhere? filming, but I did, you know, I have been on many of the streets that they filmed on, like, like, it's, and many in the places, like, even in the last episode, she goes to Wohop with Lenny Bruce, and I've been there quite a few times. Um, so Didn't you take me there? I think I did. I really, yeah, I think I did. The I place think, with all I the, think you did. The dollar bills all over the wall. I think we went there. Yeah. Yeah. I um, think we went there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot, I it's they they really film a lot in the village um you know like in harlem they film like i mean uh, really across like all of the the parts of the city that still look the same as they did in the 60s which is you know quite a lot of the city um yeah you know the parks and things like that so but it's i mean it really grounds it it makes it feel so great and really feels like it's new york in the 60s and um, but then again, it is like a very, very like cleansed version of New York in the sixties. Like, you... oh yeah, this <laughs> this New York was like clean, was like <laughs> so clean and like romanticized. Which I mean, e- even even as even New York as it is is also romanticized. But like, it just was. It seemed like a dream to yeah. be, and I've and I've been to New York, and I don't want to live there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. It's a, there's, it, it, but I think it captures that dream. Um, and it captures that feeling that yeah. it does exist there. It's, it's not like it doesn't, but, uh, yeah. So I definitely liked this last season. I'm glad they rounded out with the flash forwards because it did give more context to 
like the whole show as a as a like a, itself and what we were all going towards um which is really like midge making it you know like and you learn that the very yeah. first episode of the fifth up you know the fifth season that she does make it like she's one of the best comedians in the whole world you know makes the most money and in the 90s or whatever and we also yeah. get like i really sorry continue i really liked the flash forwards as well um i, I think they were they were okay when it like uh, was regarding her children but i think they were a lot more successful when they were centered around midge and like Susie's mm-hmm. relationship yep um Susie was her manager um and alex just bornstein when we had, yes alex bornstein fucking queen um when you know they had the roast and when they had that flash forward to like her where she was supposed to get wet get married in hawaii oh, at this resort God. and like just seeing all these things that like Susie does for her because like Midge, probably once Midge made it, she was probably even more difficult. really hard to manage. Oh my god! <laughs> like she's a difficult, difficult person, even more difficult when she's famous. Yeah, and just having to deal with all this shit and seeing how even um, Susie like starts to be successful. Like that that scene where she was at the golf course mm-hmm. and she was just she was landing all those uh, television show deals and yeah. and like acts and talents and stuff and it was so great. It was so good. Um and and the roast episode just amazing. It was absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um and so I think they were just a bit more successful in that aspect because you know, we were aware that that Midge was not the best mom and just kind of ignored her kids. It was evident from from the first season. But like the fact that they kind of chose that to kind of really like this is how Midge fucked up her kids. Like, yeah. sure, I get it. But like, but like the heart of the story is Midge and Susie. Yeah, not it's so not true. Midge and her kids. And then, <laughs> like, and that is true. And then the end, the last scene is just Susie and Midge. In their old age, talking on the phone, watching Jeopardy together that they taped. They've taped Jeopardy and they're going to sit down and Midge, and Midge walks through this just like untouched, like the most least home feeling <laughs> penthouse mansion that you could ever see. To and she TV like, and she, and she scoots into the little back TV room that feels like the most homey because it's got just like books and binders and papers and pillows and a couch and like it's lived in. And they've taped Jeopardy, and she has the fucking. I'm sitting right in front of it. I'm like, she has the fucking same Vizio TV that I have. Oh my god! <laughs> and she's she's putting. I'm literally staring at it. She puts in the tape, and they play like you and I even do this. We we watch stuff together, and we go, okay, three, two, one, play. Yeah, we sure <laughs> Just do. Goes at the same time. Yeah. Like that was that was that was getting me. It was so cute. I was like these two and the fucking. Susie and her birds squawking in the back. That, that she sent her, and like, and it was so, it was so good. It was such a good ending. Oh my god, it really was. It was Ugh. their relationship was beautiful and wonderful, and like, and her whole act at at Gordon Ford, um, was just, it was just amazing. Like it was, <laughs> like I never there there were there were very few moments that like I. Like, I, like I, I wasn't always just, like, clutching my stomach, like, laughing hard at the show. There were some where, I, where mm-hmm. I'd, like, yeah. openly laugh. Yeah. But this, but the show was just entertaining. Yeah. Like, it just, like, I could not 
look away. I always gave it like my full 100% attention when I was watching it because it's just, you don't want to miss anything. Mm -hmm. They're they're talking really fast. Things are really happening really quickly. And it's just, you don't want to look away. And it's amazing. It's marvelous. I totally agree. It really, it's a special show and I'm glad that it was rounded out so well. You know, I don't like it when things, um, go too long. Go on for too long. Yeah. Or... And also, yeah. you kind of start. I'm really surprised they even got five seasons. Like they probably yeah. could have done away with, with season four and just kind of went, went mm-hmm. to season five and kind of called it, called it there. But I mean, it, you know, it, it really had to have its, um, we've hit rock bottom. Yeah, season i guess right true. before right before right before making it right before making it all the way to the top yeah and that's that's why it's great um one of my favorite characters i think is joel and i don't know what the writers had in, in mind for him when they started the show but i can definitely see that they probably saw his character you know much in the same way with um uh steve in stranger things where he just is such a good character and person on the show that they just like wrote whole storylines and beautiful like rounding out and realizing that you know he loves his wife and always loved his wife and kind of like coming back to you like accepting joel and like joel and midge together it was really great i Definitely loved when she he was with May as well because you know, um, Academy Award nominated actress. Um, <laughs> but still, uh, I just love him and he's, yeah, I kind of so wish cute. they. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish they maybe gave that a bit a bit more time, mm-hmm. um, or just or just gave, or just gave May like some some better lines. I don't know. There, there was something I about totally that agree. That, like, was just, yeah, it was like slightly off because it was like there's there's something I was like okay like this this could have been done better somehow I don't I, I don't know but like <laughs> I think her dialogue just wasn't it, it just didn't fit the actress like she yeah. she was good but like the dialogue needed to be it needed to be adjusted I don't know what it was but like she was always like so she was obviously trying to be like. The way Amy wants her characters to be, which is quick and like just like the 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 Weissmans and the Maisels who are just like really loud and big, but she's not like that. She's so really when not. she was yeah. like performing these really quick stuff, it just didn't feel like it was like genuine. Yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah. Um, but you know, Stephanie Sue lo- I, I watch her in anything, honestly. <laughs> Like she, uh, oh, yeah. she rocks. So I think she's, she's going to be in something that, uh, I saw a trailer for recently. Did you send me something that she was going to be in? Um, American born Chinese that's on Disney plus. Um, mm. nothing else. I don't see anything else in her upcoming. I think it was Joyride. I think it, this was the movie. Mm, okay. Yeah, it was that one. That looks funny. Um, 
I want to watch yeah, that. The trailer, the trailer <laughs> looked bonkers. I <laughs> love it. I would definitely watch that. Um, but kind of going back to Joel, yeah, his his character arc was like really good. You know, you start off season one kind of really hating him because you're like, why would you, why would you cheat on this absolute fox that is Midge? Oh, I know. <laughs> and, it makes no sense. Yeah, and then it, it kind of gets uncovered that you know he he's kind of figuring out his his career path. You know, he was he has a lot of things. Um, placed in front of him already like from his his father moish like he wants him to take over the 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 textile factory and uh and kind of stuff like that and he's like i don't really know if that's that's what i want he was trying to he was trying to be a comedian until midge kind of took off being a comedian and he felt a little less than because of that with obviously no fault to midge or anything that's his own issues that he needed to work out Mm -hmm. um but like he kind of goes through his own shit too and he becomes more likable again and he's really supporting Midge later on. And then he finds out he wants to open a club and that's kind of become his thing. And 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 Joel is uh is really is really likable by by the end. I mean, he's kind of a hard ass, he's kind of an asshole, but mm-hmm. he really loves Midge and Midge really loves him and they're never gonna not love each other and it's and it's uh it's a really great connection that these two have. They have great chemistry. Yeah, they really do. And and the families do as well. Um Rose and they Abe, yeah, and they really do. Um, Shirley and Moisha, they're like so similar. They're very, very similar, and they're all just like so anal and crazy and neurotic. And I love them. And every time they're on the screen, especially Shirley, I freaking love her. She's so funny. Um, She's <laughs> they're hilarious. Just it's so, so funny. Like especially oh in this my last gosh. season. Do you remember when Rose went to went to France and just wouldn't come back? Oh, Do you yeah. remember that? That happened in the show. <laughs> She went like, there are just things that uh, happen in this show that are just so good. And they, like, and they tie things back. I think in fifth season, she brings up the, 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 uh, the plunger again. Yeah. Like, with, yeah, Susie, uh, they're, like, I from thought. From the Catskills. Yeah. Because that's, like, where yeah, they like, meet Susie, her for like, the first time. Susie breaks into the Catskills and she pretends to be a plumber and she just walks around with this plunger and she just, like, becomes the leader of this, of this camp. Like, like, she just... <laughs> Everyone goes to Susie for, like, help because they're, like, running this camp, like, feeding the guests and, and putting on activities. It's like fucking summer camp. And, and she's just... <laughs> and it's so... I and love it. it. It's just I love so... It. It's so Season funny. two was probably my favorite. Season two was probably my I agree. favorite I, I think because, like, literally they were at... Like, I loved oh. the Catskills part. Like, everything about that was, like... It, it was like we were on vacation in the Catskills. I loved it. And they did that little... Yeah. Um, like, and I think I remember asking you. I was like, I was like "Is end? this a real place?" Like, yes, I didn't it, think it was well, real. I, Steiner I was like, isn't real, but 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 there's like a yeah. ton of places just like that. Um, that are you know, there's Jewish ones and non-Jewish ones, but like, it's like a thing. You know, the people get out of the city in the summertime. They go and they rent those little cabins, and they get fed. They they get entertained. Susie does that dance at the end with the theater. Like they put on that performance. Yes, <sighs> with the oh my gosh, with the crop top with. <laughs> In the ruffle sleeves. Oh my gosh. Loved it's it. It's just so, it's so fucking good. It's so good. So entertaining. And uh, I really like the music in this show. Like it would, not not only did the show have really great, great music, but at the end there would be like a, a cover of a song or it would just be like a song playing that like, mm-hmm. um, 
like which is always really good like I, I i loved i loved the end credit music like in every episode it was yeah. always so good yeah it was uh you know it's very 60s but that kind of fantasy 60s like we were saying i just like yeah thinking about it i just i'm very happy that they made this show and it you know it did get a lot of accolades it won 20 emmys i mean it might oh win my more gosh. <laughs> Yeah, let's it's still see. Fifth season. Let's see who who won these Emmys. Sorry, my internet is being slow. Because um, I believe I do remember. Okay, Alex Borenstein got nominated many times. Um, let's see which ones they won here. Eighty-four wins total of all the awards across the board. Um, in 2020, they won sound mixing and t- cinematography. Um, in 2019, Jane Lynch won guest actress in a comedy series. Um, and Alex Bornstein won outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series. And Luke Kirby for Lenny Bruce won outstanding guest actor in a comedy series. And Tony Shalhoub won outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series. <laughs> um, I think that. Yes, uh, Rachel Brosnahan won in 2018 for lead actress as well. It went so did so did Sterling Brown for a uh, for season two. He was so good in that. Oh yeah, oh, so good, so good. I love it. Um, Amy Sherman Palladino always wears a top hat. It's her thing. I see that. I see that in in her picture. It's yeah. very uh, fancy. <laughs> She's always wearing a hat. <laughs> very fancy. And I think she won as well for writing. The second the show ended, I was like, I was like, you know what I get to look forward to? Hmm. Figuring out when I want to rewatch this show and like binge it. From the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. From the beginning. I'm so excited. I love that for myself. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for myself. (laughs) For myself. Yeah. Uh, so, any other characters that we need to like talk about? Rose was a Rose was a favorite of mine. Oh yeah. I don't know who my who my favorite favorite is. Everyone's just yeah. so good. Like probably Susie's my favorite, or uh, I don't know, maybe Shirley. I don't know, but Rose Rose <laughs> is so good because she's like she's such a bitch. Yeah. But, like she's so like but naive she's so a lot good. of the time. But like, like she's so good. She's so like judgmental. Oh and yeah. Just, <laughs> and just nitpicky and just, uh-huh. she just like, doesn't know what to do with Miriam. She's like, she's like, I've done my best. What am I like? What, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with you? And, and like, she can't like, that's just, that's midge is midge and you can't do anything about it now. And um, it's the faults of and, like sixties parenting, right? Like, that's the no, for sure. I mean, that's a lot of what the show and the comedy is, is just kind of like this is what they think they should be doing. And it's like they're it's like the worst. You know? <laughs> like Yeah. <laughs> just like never seeing your children and like <laughs> just leaving them with Zelda all the time. Um Yeah, yeah. Zelda's a really great character too, and in season five we get to see her. Um she apparently has had uh, a boyfriend a fiance this whole time yeah <laughs> we just never saw until season five and then they get married and their whole <laughs> their whole thing 
Rizelda's still trying to help the family out because the family is lost without her. They don't know how to answer the phone. No, or... they don't know how to do anything. They're <laughs> or, so Or light cute. the stove. They're they don't know how to do... They don't know how to turn on lights. They don't know how to vacuum. It... Like, it's just... <laughs> it's <sighs> funny, but, like, again, the, it's the fifth season. So it's like, it does get old. Like, you don't... You know that there's only so much more you can take of how insanely incompetent these people are. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Like, yeah, I am. I'm very happy they stopped at five. I think that was that was the perfect amount. Um, because you could definitely tell after season three they were they were maybe having a hard time figuring out what to write for the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, it. I think Cause it like because because seasons one through three were really good just because you you know, you had the Catskills and then you had the Shy Baldwin situation. So you kind of had something to run with the whole time. Exactly. Like once yeah. they kind of lost, like, like, and everything kind of started going downhill from the Shy Baldwin incident. Cause like, just no one wanted to work with Midge. Um, and I don't blame them. She kind of just goes balls to the wall and she like kind of does whatever she wants. Like it's yeah. just <laughs> like, um, and so it's just a little difficult to work with her, but I mean, once she kind of finds her stride again, it it the show really starts to pick up. But, um, but yeah, I think I think five seasons was 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 perfectly fine. It was, it was plenty. perfectly fine amount. Yeah, it was plenty, plenty. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think of just like you know, obviously everything Midge wears is absolutely iconic and. I can't even um, tell you like what my favorite outfit of hers is because I probably have a favorite outfit each episode. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you ever see her wearing the same thing. No, you don't. You you truly don't. She's literally wearing something different every single moment of the show. And it's like, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's like, I did. Oh my God. The money they, they had to put in to fucking make all these costumes. Oh, well they don't have like, to make them all, you know, like there is, there's, oh, well, that, yeah. you know, there's costume closets to procure them, <laughs> to, to, to procure all of yeah. these. Yeah. And, and the, and the episode where she's, where, you know, she just talks about all of her clothes and she's going down like this warehouse of just all of her dresses. And I'm like, I'm like, this is just everything she's worn. <laughs> all of these seasons this mm -hmm. is just this is just the characters the clothing it's crazy she's like showing some of them off and i'm like oh my gosh <sighs> and all the prints oh I, I love the costumes in this show it was just oh i'm drooling, I'm drooling. <laughs> i went once to a costume closet in in new york once and it was one of the coolest i mean i've been to some other costume closets like in LA and around LA, but this one in New York was absolutely gigantic. And it, it's just so neat. I hope, I don't know if you've ever been in one, Emily, but one day you got to go. Like we got to figure yeah, out a way to get so. you yeah. in one of them. They're so interesting. There's stuff everywhere and they're all like Ooh. labeled by like time period and stuff, you know? <laughs> And you just go there and like rent rent them or mm -hmm. like yeah. you buy them like yeah you, you rent just... them yeah and you rent them okay you know I don't know it depends on where you're going um I, you you might have to be like a member at some of them obviously or you have to have a good reason to go but they have them oh. they, they they got them around and like I went to one in Brooklyn and it was like so interesting and I think it was like near where they filmed the show 
um, the back, we got a lot of background with like a lot of these sets and a lot of the, um, stages that they filmed on from the guy Reese on TikTok, who was like an intern on Mrs. Maisel. And he, like... Mm, yeah, or, like, a PA or something. Yeah, and he, like, became, like, a TikTok star and is now, like, literally the go-to Gen Z correspondent for everything movies. And I see him in the background of all sorts of things. And I'm like, this guy just gets to go to all these cool stuff because he made some videos and it started on Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. That's exactly... That's exactly what happened. Did you did you see in season five they, they brought back that, um... Or they, they brought back that reference of that lady um, who was who was at the park doing the 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 protest, being no. like, "Don't don't tear down the park." Aww. They brought they brought her up again in <laughs> in season five. It Aww. was like it was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're here! You're you're like a you're like a sensation. You were you you kept you kept my favorite park from like closing or something." Like, and, and it was in season one. Midge like ends up at a at a protest, and she's like. Is this what, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like I, I, that, that scene always kind of confused me. I was like, what is she doing there? And what is she <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to figure out? But like, she was like confused by what was happening. Um. But uh, but yeah, I thought that was that was a real deep cut there. <laughs> I didn't a, even notice. You noticed. You remember? Really brought it back. It's crazy. Um, you don't remember anything. Oh my goodness. That's that's very true. That is very very true. <laughs> um. And, uh, oh, and then she works at a Bergdorf's or something for a little bit. She she's does. Like a makeup she's like, girl. Um, yeah, she's a makeup girl. Yeah. At least, doesn't oh she goodness. work at, she's at in... once, like, as a telephone connector as well? Or am I thinking of somebody else? Um, oh. Maybe. Maybe she starts off as a, as a telephone connector person and then she moves up to makeup counter? Mm. Or something? <laughs> something like that. Maybe. And then she was in like Florida for some reason, like doing doing Florida stuff. <laughs> this show, this, it really kept you on your toes. And then she did, then she did the whole the the army the army uh, performance. Yes. And then, then she then she got that newspaper clipping of of her underwear. The like the 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 wind like blew up her dress. <laughs> then she became famous because of that for like a little bit. <laughs> it was. It's so oh entertaining. God, show. It's. It just, it really just, it throws you curveball after curveball and you just have no idea what's going to happen. Like, you have no idea what these characters are going to say. It's it's so refreshing. It's really true. You really don't know what's going to happen. I don't even try. I have like, no clue. I don't even try to predict it. I'm just like, I'm just here for the ride. There's no point. Like, you just, you can't. You really can't. It's just chaotic. Let's see. Uh, do we want to take a break and then look at some trivia? That sounds like a good idea. Okay, we'll be right back. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, we are back. Um, There's a lot of trivia because it's for the whole show. But I think um, I'm going to read the first one because I think it's very sweet. Amy Sherman Palladino explained the show concept as follows. I wanted to do a story about a woman who thought she'd scored. She's gotten it all. And then, bam, it all falls apart. And in falling apart, she discovers an ambition and a need to speak and a voice that she just frankly didn't know was there. Oh, that's nice. Let's see. Another another part I really liked about season five um, was uh, when Abe was at that dinner with his like colleagues. So Abe was was a professor at like a school, and then he got fired, right, or quit or something. He like something happened. He was then... a he was a he was like working as a scientist at Bell Labs. Um, yeah, which is but he was like also a, a professor. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so. Yeah. And he, I think he, it was, it was like a position to, but he got, he got dropped because he, yeah. What did he do? Because of something Midge, because, because Midge said something like Midge was like talking about his work. Oh yeah. And he like got fired because of And then he started working as a, a reviewer for plays. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what he was doing. Like, in between, I don't know if he immediately got into the the uh, journalism, um, or if he was kind of like figuring his stuff out. But um, so yeah, so he was with his um, with his coworkers from like the magazine, and he and this this whole storyline for like an episode or two is about how the f- the first Maisel or the first uh, Weissman son will like always be a genius like every generation is mm-hmm. like a, they're they're always a genius yeah um and he visits ethan's school to like do a checkup because midge can't make it so abe goes and and she finds out that or he finds out that ethan is in the happy group which is basically where the dumb kids go and um and he is <laughs> in this whole thing ensues, and he's just like he can't he can't be stupid. He's he's the first Weissman's son. Um, but then he kind of finds out that uh, Esther, uh, Midge's daughter, is 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 the intellectual one. So he was like hyper focusing on her, and we think that because he was doing this, he like because like this this whole monologue that he had at at dinner with oh, his coworkers, yeah, about about Midge, like basically talking yeah. about how he, he now appreciates his daughter, yeah. Now he treated her like shit for so long. Yeah. And how he just like ignored her because he thought that she was probably dumb. And he was like giving all of his attention to his son who, you know, ended up being very successful and like works as like a spy or something. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah. With his, but with his like, wife like, who is like, like insane. <laughs> I mean, she is like something else. That actress she's is so really funny too. <laughs> yeah. She's so funny. 
<laughs> she's really good too yeah um but it was just like a really good monologue because he was just sitting there quiet and they're like abe are you you doing all right and he's like you know and then he just had like this whole stream of conscious conscious mm-hmm. like just talking about midge and how like she is very like s- like smart in her own way and she's like a very talented comedian and he just never really respected supported and appreciated her until until right then and there and we're just like this felt like it came out of nowhere. <laughs> it, like, yeah, he, I like think it throughout of, it. It kind of did. He was kind of getting a little bit more used to, I think with this, this last season, he made a mistake at one point and it kind of threw him for oh a Oh my gosh, well. when he spelled that, oh, when he spelled that person's name wrong. Yeah. And like, I think he kind of realized a lot of things about his family that he just didn't really kind of think about before. And also his wife now has a job. She's a matchmaker. You know, like things are a lot different in their, in their family dynamic. And and he's also getting older. So the guys were talking about, you know, they were like all monologuing about like their lives and their stuff and their age. And I thought it was like a really nice slow moment in the show. It was like 10 minutes of this. And yeah, you know, I I love it when when characters get to do this and just kind of like give you just a peek about what's going on in their minds. And these guys were all intellectuals, so they're just like, you know, having their like midlife crisis feelings where they just kind of kind of look at everything and they're in their older age and just kind of like realize that their life is just like not what they thought it was, you know. And, and then Abe's over here like, oh my god, I've been really treating my daughter badly. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of nice. I thought it was nice. It was really, it was a really great scene. It just, yeah, it did kind of feel like it was coming out of nowhere. But bringing, bringing up Rose's um, matchmaking, uh, I think it was like a tea, like a tea house or something. Mm-hmm. Um, also brought in special guest Emily Gilmore. <laughs> she, she yes. guessed, she guest starred in the show. Um. But yeah, and then, and, and I, and I kind of thought that maybe because Abe was giving so much attention to Esther, thinking that she was the smart one and not Ethan, that maybe he was, and it made, started making him think about Midge and like, kind of how he was treating her. Um, but uh, here's another trivia that I found that kind of goes back to, um, not all the, all the, uh, cast members being Jewish, but we got, um, the three main cast members of the Maisel family, um, Michael Zegan, who plays, uh, Joel, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Pollock, which plays a uh, Moisha, and uh, Caroline Aaron, who is Shirley, are all Jewish. However, the three main cast members of the Weissman family, um, Rachel Brosnahan, Tony Shalhoub, and Mar- uh, Marin Hinkle, are not. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, only Michael Zegan, who played Joel, is from the Newark area, having grown up in northern New Jersey. And everybody else is from the Chicago oh. area. Right, Rachel Brosnahan, Alex Bornstein, and Jane Lynch. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, da, da, da. I guess I should click on the spoilers one because that's where the fun stuff is. <laughs> yeah, probably. There's, there's so much. I mean, we've got five seasons worth of trivia on here. I do want to read goodness. this this one that's about Susie, which I also wondered, and I'm kind of excited about this. 
It says, after the series finale, Alex Bornstein was asked during an interview if she wished her character Susie had found another love of her life like Hetty. Bornstein immediately said she she did. It was Midge. Susie was deeply in love with her, but knew nothing could ever come of it. She had to keep their relationship platonic and professional. The most they could ever be is friends. So Susie kept her true feelings hidden from Midge and instead dedicated her life to ensuring Midge was successful and happy. I was kind of getting that vibe when she asked Midge if she was ever blonde. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Then she was. Uh, Oh my god. Oh my gosh. A great character. Okay. Favorite, favorite character of season five was definitely Mike. Mike. Oh my god. Mike. Mike was. Mike. Car. Fucking gold. <laughs> He's I so wish funny. that he uh, he was in earlier earlier seasons because he was so fucking funny. <laughs> we, we loved every second with Mike. Oh my god, Susie coming in and being like Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike, 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 and the, like I think that. I, I, I think that uh, Midge does it, too, at one point. She just, like, is screaming, Mike, 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 like, just all the time. And this guy's like, what? <laughs> he's, so, he's always so, so exacerbated. Like, he's so, so good. Cool. And that is actually Rachel Brosnahan's real-life husband. Mike? Yeah. The actor who plays Mike. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I, oh, my gosh. I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. R- Jason Ralph. I think they have a child as well. Together. Uh, this is kind of an interesting one. Viewers learn Midge graduated from college in 1953. Oh my God. Remember the, the college alumni episode? Oh, that was so good. yeah. Um, that was great. Assu- <laughs> assuming she was 22 in the very first episode, she embarks on her comedy career in 1958. At about age 27 in the final scene of the series is seen in 2005 at, at age 74. Okay. Wow, she's only 27 in the end of the series? That's fucking crazy. Well, when 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 they're at the um when they're at the like alumni party, she's telling the the girls in the dorm that they're like 30. Yeah. Like all of them are. They're like, oh you say to a 30 year old, we're only 30. Okay, well, that makes sense. I mean, the time in the show doesn't mean that it's like a year, you know, like things are. Yeah, there's there's time jumps. There's stuff going on. Like, it's not really like exactly if 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 things were even real. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Is that it for trivia? Yeah, that's it. There's just so much of it. Um, Let's see if there are any. Oh, because we don't have any. Um. Oh, we do have, we do have, remember for uh, Queen Charlotte, every, every episode ranked, um, on here oh, by, by the fans. Yes. Let's look at that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's Let's good. look at every season and talk about which one was, um, was the public's favorite episode per season. Top rated. We don't have here a, we, we don't go. have a meta score to talk about here on this one. I've got the top, um, the top rated of the whole series as well. Oh, okay. Um, should I do like the top four? Let's top five. Let's top five. Uh, do you want to do every? Yeah. Do you want to do every season it, first? I don't. 
I don't know. That's that seems like a lot to do to do every season's episode and then do the top five. Maybe we do, maybe we do favorite favorite episode per season and then we just do the top episode of all time. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. Okay, so I'll start with season one. So season one, um, with an average rating of nine out of ten stars, um, everyone liked uh, episode eight. Of season one, which was Thank You and Good Night. Midge and Susie deal with repercussions of Midge Oscar takedown of a famous comedian. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> Thank You and Good Night. The last, the last episode, right? Okay. Yeah, season one. Okay. And then season two? Uh, want me to just continue? Okay. Yeah, I, so I don't got... have access to that. I don't know. You you do it because I, I can't find it. Oh, oh. Oh, sure. That's fine. Um, so with episode five, an average rating of 9.2 stars out of Ooh, 10 that's was good. Midnight at the Concord. Um, uh-huh. summer season at Steiner Mountain Resort continues as Moisha and Shirley join the group, disturbing Abe's peace. <laughs> Susie tries to ward off a new friend while keeping a low profile at the resort. Midge jumps at the opportunity to redeem herself at B. Altman. Um, oh yeah, and she like runs back to New York to like, <laughs> to like do something and go back. Oh my God. Oh my gosh, Abe's, like, schedule of drinking that he had was... <laughs> Abe was so good that season. I, <laughs> yeah. oh, I love that season. That is... I think okay. that and, is also my favorite season. It's just so cute. It's the best. And then uh, season three, favorite episode with 8.8 stars out of 10 was episode eight again. The last episode of the season. Um, a Jewish girl walks into the... Apollo. Uh, Joel readies his club. Uh, t- yes. Joel readies his club for its grand opening. Midge asks Moisha for a favor. Mm. Uh, Susie suffers a loss and turns to an unexpected source for help. Midge learns a hard sh- learns a hard show business lesson. Wow, that's I can't believe that's one of the higher rated ones. We didn't have any nine rated in this. This this that one was eight point eight. I think the previous seasons yeah. had had some nine point somethings. Yeah, there was a there was a nine point two and a nine point one, and then season one only had a nine. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then season four, best episode with a nine point one, is episode eight again, the last episode of season four. Um, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Midge and Joel debate Greek mythology. Susie finds a second phone line. A blizzard brings unexpected consequences. Ooh, I remember that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a good episode. Oh, <laughs> Mitch gets with Lenny. The blizzard. That was like so, I mean, Mitch getting with Lenny was one of the most satisfying. <sighs> was everything I wanted. <laughs> I mean, because their, their chemistry is so good. And especially when she's on tour with Shy Baldwin and they're like, at that like resort and they, yes. they like see each other oh, there gosh. i mean every time that they're around yes. each other it's just so electric and of course he after this after they had slept together and then she sees that he was doing drugs um it's like you know that this is going to lead to his downfall and he dies young as well like the real lenny bruce and you kind of are like Midge is even in this alternative timeline that they've created this historical fiction that even Midge, who's always loved him, can can never save him. You know, um, 
Yeah, and in season five, we kind of, we have a couple episodes, like just, I think the last couple of episodes mention him and, you know, she, we get a, um, she that goes to check on him and he's, he's not doing well. No. Um, and the final right. season, uh, also has the highest rating of, uh, there's some high, high ratings in that, in the last season. Yes, we have two nines. We have a 9.5 and then a 9.2. Mm-hmm. And the 9.5 is episode nine, the, the series finale. Um, and it's called Four Minutes. Oh, that was such a good episode. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and then oh. the, the second, the 9.2 is the Testarostial episode, because that was also great. Which was also one of the best episodes of the season oh my gosh it really was and the highest rated uh episode in the whole show is that is the last episode and you know that's how you want to go out is it not right i i think so i think that would be how you would want it to happen (laughs) you don't want to pull a game of thrones you don't want that to happen oh gosh no you definitely don't want that fucking nightmare um I can do these uh these plot keywords here. We've got a female protagonist, New York City Jewish family, stand-up comedian, 1950s. I I think I think that <laughs> that's really, it. <laughs> that really sums up the show right there. That really is it. Wow. Yeah. That's plug that that's into not the show. Then I don't know what is. Chat GPT. It'll write marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It sure will. It sure <laughs> will, Alessandra. Oh my goodness. Well, we have to end this at some point because I can just literally gush and laugh about this show like just forever. <sighs> so good. <laughs> if you have not seen Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you should definitely, you should definitely get, check it out. It's just, it's just chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Great show. So fun. So entertaining. Um, Any other lasting comments that we have about the marvelous mrs Maisel, alessandra did um, you how 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 did you feel how did you feel about 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 gordon and and midge in this season like did you well gordon did you, is did you did you like them did you did you want them to yeah i mean the actor who plays him is very cute and i've seen him in a lot of other things but um he was just a little pushy. He's pushy. Like, the problem was, is, he, he's, yeah, he's too yeah. masculine. He's too, um, you know, what? It, the, the power dynamic and, like, the fact that he kind of, he's kind of like a diva was a little off-putting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the way he treated Midge at the end was also just unacceptable. And he was being a little, a little brat. <laughs> So it definitely He's being a little bitch. It de- it did not make him look good, and um, you know you can get you can understand why he would end up like that, and his unhappiness seeps throughout, um, throughout everything, and and I'm really glad that Midge didn't sleep with him. So yeah, me too. I mean, he was very charming in the beginning when you're first kind of meeting him, and yeah, and you know you 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 want him to turn out to be an okay dude, but you know as as most men are, dirtbags. <laughs> <laughs> Such a generalization, but um, it's very, it's very, it's very generalization. 
Yeah. In the in the six in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, in the fifties, sixties. Yeah. In the in the sixties, okay. Well, they they had um you know different social expectations of the sexes, so you know. Um, some some would say still do, but hey, we know. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so true. What are you, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um, all right. Well, is that all we have to say about Marvelous Mrs. Maisel here? All five seasons. I think so. Tits up. Tits up. Oh man! If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and IMDb. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. If you want to email us, please do that at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search All of the Popcorn or All of the Popcorn Podcast. And we also have merch. So please check that out. But thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.